Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organizing Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo organizing. I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. Hi, Chantal. How are you? Hi there. Good. How are you? Great. All right. We are excited today. We have, we are thrilled to invite two, not just one, but we get a double dose today. So two guests with us today. So I am going to introduce them. First of all, a big welcome, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. Great. And Jordan. Welcome, Jordan. Hi, ladies. Yes. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let me tell our lovely listeners about you guys. (laughs) Um, And then we have some um, exciting questions and we just would love for you to share your knowledge and information about a fabulous book that is now released um, that we can share with the listeners to learn some more about their photos. All right. So we have um, two generations with us today. We're calling two generations, but we have the same passion for photos, which I think is just so fabulous to explain and share how this joy of photos can just really is seamless across all generations. So Kathy Nelson and Jordan Babion are here with us today for an engaging conversation, which I'm sure it will be, of course, about how they work together on the newest edition of the book, Photo Organising Made Easy going from overwhelmed to overjoyed. So Jordan is um, herself a tech entrepreneur born out of the software consulting industry, and she brings at least 15-plus years of experience working with helping businesses set up their own software systems, which is a fabulous insight into the digital world, which is so important, and we're thrilled that this has been now added to the, um, to the book. And Kathy is a baby boomer whose passions for photos and stories have developed from a career in teaching photo organizing and scrapbooking. So Kathy is the leader of a global photo organizing movement of which Chantelle and I are a part of, which we're thrilled to have been now for a number of years. Um, Kathy is a cutting edge entrepreneur and a speaker. And in 2009, she's founded the Photo Managers. And it's a leading organization in the certification program in photo management industry. So Kathy has been featured in the New York Times, in the Atlantic, Real Simple Magazine, and also in the Wall Street Journal about how to organize and preserve the legacy of family heritage through photos. My goodness, that is a mouthful and a privilege to be able to introduce the two of you. So let's jump straight in. Um, We are here with two women and they're solving the same problem and with the same passion. So I'm going to start with my first question with that exact point. So Kathy, can you start us off and just help us and explain what do you mean by the same passion? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So uh, I started the, you know, I've started, I started helping people organize their family photos, um, you know, starting in 2009, when I always tell people the goal wasn't necessarily to get to organize your photos, that usually the goal is to tell a story with our photos, right? I always love to ask people when they ask me what I do to start with, why do you do you take photos of which at this point in time, everybody says yes. And the question then I like to ask next is, well, why do you take all those photos? 
And then as people kind of take a deep breath and think that through, they realize usually it's to remember something, it's to document a moment in time, it's to remember your, you know, and why do you like looking at old photos? It's, you know, gosh, look at my mother when she was my age, or I can't believe, you know, that's my first child. Now look how much they look like my, my father or different things like that. And so for me, the re the goal of organizing is really a means to an end, right? That our goal is to, is to reconnect with our photos in a meaningful way. And so that's what I mean by, um, you know, the two different generations. And so my passion is around the fact that photos tell stories. Mm. And then when I met Jordan, she can probably share with you that, you know, it was, uh, we say two different generations. This is a funny little bit about that. So if those of you who are listening, where were you in 1982? Actually, I'll turn it on YouTube. Where were you in 1982? Uh, <laughs> I was just studying high school. <laughs> yeah, me too. High school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kathy? I I was just finishing college and I was saving my money to buy my first camera, which I, I waitressed and worked two jobs and bought my first, uh, you know, it was an Olympus OM1 with $400 in cash and $1 bills because I really wanted to document my friends and family and tell stories with them. And Jordan was actually a newborn baby, but um, so yeah. I'll let you, let you take it from here with Jordan to talk a little bit about uh no, so you weren't buying your first camera straight then, right, Jordan? <laughs> I don't think I did. Gosh. Yes. Yeah, so I was born in 1982, um, but not, not too many years after that, I was certainly enamored by the pictures and stories and, and um, that, that my family started telling, telling us. I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm fortunate that I come from a family that, that really hung on to a lot of history and I had access to it at a really young age. I mean, I remember being very young, hearing stories, you know, about my great uncle in World War II and seeing these pictures of him as a pilot, you know, and just being blown away by it, um, you know, and, and, and literally just kind of reliving, understanding, you know, who these, these people were kind of before they became my mom or my, you know, grandparents or whatever they were to me as a child. And so I, I just was always fascinated by stories and photos in general. Um, something that I just really, I really do um, align well with you, you on Kathy. I think, you know, we both have that in common, but what really changed all of this for me was when, when I became a mother. So I had twins um, in 2014. And at the time I was a director for Oracle managing a really large time team and had just a crazy, crazy schedule. And, um, and I think working in technology, working in, in software and data, you know, specifically, I knew just what, really the, the reality of kind of the state of my collection. And, and I just became scared that, oh my gosh, now I have these two people that I want to be able to provide that for. And mm. I was worried that, I mean, I, I was worried mainly about corruption and loss just with my background. And then, um, and then the other thing that I think really impassions me about this is, is, is being a young mother and, and being around the other young moms who, who were totally overwhelmed mm -hmm. by their technology. Um, and I really, I just really felt like, gosh, this is a problem. You know, this is something that, 
Um, you know, these women can take control of this and it's so important that so we I, really need to better support them. Yeah. I'm really interested in that, Jordan. Can I ask, so when you, um, because so many of our listeners, you know, I really spread across a lot of different ages and there's definitely women in exactly the same position as you would have been back then. So being from such a strong technical software background and having that knowledge, how did you, what was your first steps? Like, did you research? Did you automatically know what to do? Or did you have to learn even for yourself when it came to what to do with the photos? Like with that feeling of being scared or concerned, what was your sort of knowledge already? And did you have to then like learn more specifically around the photos? Uh, gosh, that's such a good, a good question. I, I think that I made a lot, a lot of assumptions. I, I think that like a lot of people um, that, that, that come to work for me um, at my company now, you know, we do this, we, we, we do this for people and um, like yourselves. And, and I think a lot of the people that have a technical background make a lot of assumptions that, that um, it should be easier than it actually is. Um, but I knew at least I knew it wasn't going to be overly easy. Anytime you're working with a lot of data, it's complicated. Um, so I tried to outsource it is actually what my original, I was just like, I know I don't have time for this. And, um, and I just had a, a bad experience. I did find someone, um, but it, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't approached with the right methodology kind of, I looked at it and said, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this isn't being done from a software um, data standpoint. This is being done from like a scrapbooking, you know, impassioned photo standpoint. And, and that's not what our photos are anymore. Our photos are digital data. And it really, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with tens of thousands, 50,000, hundreds of thousands, even millions of anything, especially data, you're going to run into a lot of complexities. And so, um, I mean, it, it triggered a midlife crisis, essentially. I mean, I left my job at Oracle. I started, you know, my company and, and learned a lot. Um, but really what I leaned back on was all I'm doing now is helping, you know, instead of helping businesses with their money, I'm helping, you know, moms with their photos, but I'm, I'm using the exact same methodology um, to, to take data from one place, scrub it and clean it and get it loaded into another system. Mm. Um, so it, it was really, um, I don't think I could have done it as easily if I, if I hadn't had all that experience doing it. Um, so, you know, so that, that's such a great amount of knowledge that you obviously then bring to this second edition of the book, because, you know, I, Chantelle and I've been in, you know, we've been in, in this industry for a little while, but, you know, I, I really appreciate the angle that you're bringing in here because it is um, such a sentimental thing to talk about photos. And yet you're saying this with passion, but with such, a, you know, almost a very clinical um, structured process in data, which is so important to be able to have the two to blend together, which is um, is really great. So can we can we maybe bring in this information and how have you been able to capture this in in a book that can teach people because your knowledge is is obviously very um, detailed. 
So do we have to be so techy that we, like, will we be able to understand what the book is written about? <laughs> or do we, <laughs> is this mainly for sort of photo organisers that have been around for years? No, and I'll let Jordan answer how she wrote the two chapters. But so Photo Organizing Made Easy was a book that I wrote that it's been out, uh, I think, three or four years now, too. I lose track of my years, but with great reviews. And what I did is I knew that the digital part had, you know, things had changed. They keep changing. So I knew that the book needed to be updated just with that particular piece of it. And so I went to Jordan and asked her if she could um, who was the expert I knew that would be that's very approachable because of the fact that Jordan approaches it with the same passion that I did, like you're saying, that emotional piece about photos, but with that, that mindset. And so Jordan uh, has also done a course for us. And she, uh, you know, talking, walking you through Google Photos, Amazon Photos, OneDrive, and um, iPhoto or uh, the Mac ecosystem. So I think, Jordan, you could probably share a little bit now how you kind of take help people understand the different software systems and then making a choice from that about what's where their photos should go. So Cassie, that's what you've now included in the second edition. So what, what other differences, what's new in the second edition? How does it look different from the first one? It's those, the main differences, uh, we added those two, two new chapters, full chapters written by Jordan. And we actually placed them at the beginning of the book instead of uh, the end of the book or in the middle, because we realized a lot of people, if they're scanning their printed photos, which most people will do when they're printed, it's better not to do that after they organize. It's better to start with their digital. So we kind of move the two, move those two chapters forward. And then we just updated our product recommendations and different things that needed to be updated in the book about products that no longer exist. Like we used to talk about a flip pail, which is a mobile scanner unit that yeah. because technology has changed. Right. And so that's, that's kind of the, otherwise the book is a lot of the heart of the printed part hasn't really changed much, but that digital piece is all brand new, completely mm. new. And that's a, like, you, you got to publish a new book every year. Technology. I was going to say. <laughs> you really would. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so Jordan, how, how, what kind of information have you added in then in that digital section about the different programs and sort of how people can, take because there's so many different programs out there how have you sort of been able to manage this into the chapters in the book on digital photos well so i think that the biggest kind of the biggest shift kathy i think is kind of reordering this a little bit you know i think when we taught when the original book um you know which i'm such a fan of I, I i love i mean it's so it's so approachable and i think um it's so relatable you know the way that kathy walks us through it but digital was kind of at the end and and what i've recommended to kathy um is that we really flip-flop that and and kind of get that digital piece taken care of first, because if you spend all of this effort take, you know, digitizing, you're turning physical clutter into digital clutter, right? Um, and so a lot of times people put that off because it's, it's more fun to scan those old pictures and show them, right? I mean, it just is than going through and, and scanning for duplicates or like figuring out why that hard drive just crashed on you or um, whether you loaded that SD card already, you know, um, or getting access to your, you know, husband's iCloud account so that you can get his photos or whatever it is, <laughs> right? But, um, it's, it, it, but if you do that first, you know, if you figure out what that place is, um, then it's really, then it's nice. You, you can just fold everything else in. Mm. Um, but as far as kind of answering the question about, 
you know, how, how do you in a chapter or two talk about what systems right for you? I, I think it's how I've tried to approach it is um, in our classes, as well as in, in these chapters is, is there's not one right system for you or everyone. There just isn't. There's um, there's a, a right system for you. I'm sure that there is, but you, it's not a one fit. It's not a one size fits all. So I kind of walk through some factors that should really um, influence that decision. Things like what devices are you using? What devices are your loved ones using? Because not all systems work with everything, right? So kind of figuring that out and then talking about, um, you know, cloud-based systems versus local systems that might sit on your computer versus hybrid systems, you know, that have a combination of those two. Um, and then and then security and privacy, you know, some, some basic things and kind of try and break the language down so that it's, it's a little more understandable. Um, and then give some recommendations of, you know, here's some solid systems. Because um, there's really great options out there. And um, that's really what, you know, we, we try and get people to do is, is figure out what technology is right for me. You know, not just my friend uses Google and she seems to love it, but we're all Apple. So that might not make sense to us. Exactly. That's great. I really, um, I'm really looking forward to reading these, <laughs> these chapters myself. Um, so, Kathy, could you share with us the book now in the second edition? Who is it primarily written for? What's your primary audience um, as to who this is really suitable for to encourage people to, to really, you know, potentially pick up and, and read and uh, get some benefit from? You know, that's a great question as well. It's it's really for everybody. I've gotten letters from people all over the world thanking me. It's it's such a pleasure to hear from somebody out of the blue who's actually, you know, bought the book and followed the steps and has really found it so helpful. And we've gotten a lot of great reviews. I think most people, it's really written as a how-to manual and with each chapter kind of standalone. So if you're just getting started with the digital, you can read those two chapters, put the book down pick it back up if you're ready to jump into scanning and kind of read through the scanning chapters, put it down, uh, pick it back up. If you're, you know, we, we know that you're going to come across home movies and uh, memory, different kinds of memorabilia and things like that. So we will also, uh, so there's a chapter on that. So I do think uh, what demographic though, it's certainly you, if you have a combination of both analog printed photos, home movies, memorabilia, and digital photos, it's the perfect book for that. If you only have digital photos, I don't know if, you know, you, you want to get the book just for those two chapters, but it's, it's relatively inexpensive and you can get a Kindle version or a, um, and then we also have lots of worksheets. So we do direct people back. We have do free downloads and worksheets that you can download like family timelines and things to make it easier. So our goal is to really encourage people to figure out how to take those steps themselves, or you can always hire somebody. <laughs> if yeah. You get stuck. It Exactly. And so do, they, do people need to have that prior knowledge of, of anything, <laughs> organising or scanning or anything? Or is there any sort of prior knowledge or really it's for the beginner? Beginners it's it's really for the beginner. We start with, we really start with the why, you know, setting a goal in any, any kind of project like this. I think it's really important, like Jordan was saying too, not all one system fits all. So we really try to take you through the process of writing down what is it that you hope to achieve? What's 
what what does a, a what is your photo collection organized and accessible to you really look like? And then from there, we walk you through the different steps. And we try to just simplify it because most people think it's going to be a weekend process. <laughs> they think, oh, I think you know, put on my to do list. I think this weekend I'll pull out the old boxes of photos or whatever. And then we're there to kind of walk you along and let you know that. No, it's a process, but it's so worth it. And at the end of the book, I have, I think it's seven or eight stories of people who have done this work and what, what the outcome was, how they felt about it. Because to me, it's otherwise it would be very dry to just read facts. And I wanted to bring people's stories in so that you could learn from other people about the value of what this meant for them. Yeah. And that sounds very familiar to us, doesn't it, Fiona? We speak, it does. One of our golden rules is the why, know you why. Um, yeah, we, we always start with that. It's so important. And we find, you know, and, and you'll probably be the same with all the experience that um, it, it helps people, especially also in the decluttering phase, to know exactly what your aim is and what you want to achieve. Uh, it makes it easier to make decisions. Um, they might still be difficult, you know, we, we all struggle to let go of sentimental items, but knowing the, the goal helps so much, we find, yeah. Yeah. So, Kathy, I'm really interested with your experience in this industry for so long. Um, where do you see the future going with photos then? Because I know, you know, obviously, you know, you had to update the book already and no doubt there'll be other <laughs> updates as we go along, um, you know, from both of you. But where do you see this industry going in the future with photos? I think we have great, those of us that are professional who do this as a profession have great job security. Uh, there's a great uh, comment from the CEO of Nixplay, which is a wonderful photo frame. They're out of Hong Kong, but he said to me recently, you know, everybody needs a, a photo organizer. They just don't know it yet. But so I, I think we'll continue to escalate the number of photos we take. I don't think that's going to change with a point with the cameras, you know, in our, in our hands. Uh, the other really important point is I think Artificial intelligence will help us in something like facial recognition, geotagging, all of those technology will continue to help us in some ways. Now on our phone, I can, you know, type in dog and see every dog picture I ever took, right? There's, and, and it works very well. But again, the reason why this is going to be so important is it won't really ever tell me, it'll pull up pictures of a dog, but it won't tell me that maybe that was the day that Ollie, my puppy, you know, ran away. And uh, we, we thought we lost him and we were so terrified and he came home or, you know, those parts of the story of the photos, that's what we still need to capture. And that is something that human beings need to do that work. And that's something that should be enjoyable for us. Why we might want to print our photos and put them in photo albums or put them on the, you know, do wall galleries so that people can see your photos. I don't think that's ever going to change. Mm. Yeah, that's so, it's so true. So, so true. And it's so true because, I mean, I think even from the technical side, I'm sure Jordan would know, or, or, and may you may put this in the, the chapters as well, um, but you can capture those stories, obviously, from the digital side in, you know, your metadata and, and all of those types of things, but it still has to be done. You can't... Um, process and program those types of things as far as it being data it's still got to come from us those stories are lived experiences that we need to capture um what's our joy i don't want to interrupt you on the question but i'm curious too to hear jordan's response though because here's our two generations right that's my yeah. perspective of what the future is what does jordan think yeah absolutely i was going to jump in because i 
I, I do have like a little bit of a different um, perspective here. I, I think that, um, I think, we, I mean, we really do have an emerging, you know, industry here that, that isn't just restricted to photos. I think it's digital data services. And I think it's the new kind of, I mean, lawn care is the only other kind of way I can relate to this. You know, I mean, it's, it's a luxury service. I understand that, but, but we're so accustomed to outsourcing some of this stuff as we get busy. And the reality of our digital lives is, is massive. Uh, and, and I mean, a, a family has as many, as, as many digital assets that they have to manage as a small business did a few years ago. And those small businesses had services supporting them. Um, and it's so, I mean, this is complex and, and technology is going to change. Um, you're not going to even do this once. I mean, I, I'm trying, I, I want to be realistic here. You're going to you're going to do this. You're going to get your system set up, but there's going to be a new, better system. Maybe it's made by the same person. Maybe it's not, but at some point you're going to have to move that over because digital data isn't permanent. You have to keep refreshing it. You have to keep backing it up and it takes management. And so it's not just your photos, it's your digital files, it's your passwords, it's your contacts, it's all of, it's your digital life and why technology is fantastic. It can be really overwhelming. And I think that the future of this is going to be expanded a lot and people are really going to start needing additional resources to support that, that do it yourself group. But I also think that they're going to need services for those that are going to need to outsource this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's such a good point, Jordan, because I think, and I think we're a lot of people listening can probably relate is like this emerging of an industry like this or an aware it's this awareness it's the knowing that I am overwhelmed I do feel out of control and I haven't yet got my systems in place to be able to, to continue with the changes in technology which is where I think this blend of this two um two generations and both of your experiences are so, um, you know, such a great mix together because this awareness, Jordan, you're talking about of, um, of these emerging industries and this data, digital data management is, um, is like our photos growing from, you know, our slides and then, then our negatives and then we've got our prints and then, you know, any increase in VHS and tapes and, you know, the old film roles. And as we continue to grow in this emerging, it's it's so overwhelming with each new step. And I think even digital, we kind of lump it in one. <laughs> oh, it's digital now. But there's just as many formats and different, you know, mm-hmm. different type of data and different ways of managing it. Um, and it's, it's a really interesting point that you make about, um, you know, needing those services. And I think... Gen, in general, I, I would say that we, when we grow into a new area of this, of an industry growth, we come at it with this unknowing of what's to come, but we know we're overwhelmed. <laughs> we just know, I don't know enough yet to know what I don't know, you know, like I know that that is, is coming and, and I can't keep up. So this feeling of this constant state of almost being frozen of, I don't know what to do. And, and so I don't do anything. Yeah. Um, and so do, how do you kind of help people through that, Jordan? Like, 
you know, that first sort of bit of information where they know that it's just, it's just overwhelming. I think that's it. You know, I think there's always a, a trigger and that's usually how we, we start to get to know, know people is there's a trigger and, and um, it could be, you know, I, I just became a grandparent. It could be, I'm an empty nester. It could be, we have a wedding and this, we don't even know where to start, or it could be, you know, we just lost somebody. I mean, there's a trigger typically where it's like this part of this is overwhelming. And I think at that point, you know, once we can kind of gain trust and find solutions for people, because, um, because technology shouldn't be overwhelming. It should be a tool that helps you in your life. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's not, if it, if that's not the case, then there's something not right there. Um, and it shouldn't consume you. Right. And so I think, I think while when we can help someone solve the problem, then we can start exposing and saying, let's look at, let's look at passwords next, because, um, I mean, this isn't even, these things come up in estate planning. These come up in divorces and separations, you know, all these other triggers. And, and there's really a lot of education, I guess, is, is maybe the best answer for, yeah. for that question, Fiona, is we, we aim to educate um, and, and become a trusted source where we can say, you know, don't worry, we got you. We know, we, you know, we know you're sitting on, you know, Apple and here's the relevant updates so that you can add in the legacy contact, you know, with the new exposure. And this is, is why it's important to you. Um, so we really just try and empower and educate the people that that you know we get to interact with yeah I love it beautiful now I have I have a question that our last kind of a question perhaps <laughs> but I'm going to put you both on the spot um firstly so Kathy can you if you can think maybe just a few of your top tips for our lovely listeners Um, of what you would say if they're starting out on their journey of photo organising for themselves and they're not quite sure what to do, where to start, what to do, um, what tips would you say that you could offer up to help them on their journey in organising their photos? Hmm. You know what, I will start and I will talk about printed photos and I'll let Jordan talk about digital because it's two different answers right so if you're starting with a lifetime of boxes of photos and slides i would my first tip is to gather everything into one place and assess the mess right so don't just start pulling out a few albums just designate a corner in your room in your house somewhere and start gathering everything that you have and then don't open the boxes don't look at the photos because that'll just suck you right into like the time warp uh (laughs) There'll be plenty of time for that, but just, and then start a list. You know, I have seven scrapbook albums and five boxes of uh, loose photos. And so that you just have a general overview of what you have. And then I like to talk about the 80-20 rule. I want you to think about eliminating about 80% of that so that you keep the 20% that matter the most. And I love this. I use this acronym a lot. I think I'm sure you've heard this before, the ABCs of photo organizing. I started use that years ago to help people visualize this. You're going to want to ask yourself, what are the A photos, the ones that are album worthy that are you want to archive? The B photos are the ones you can't make that decision 
about. So it's okay to put them back in the box, but put a note on the top of the box and say, whoever inherits this box of photos, you have my permission to throw them away because many people are overwhelmed with photos they've inherited and they feel a tremendous sense of guilt that they don't know who's in the photos and they don't want to throw them away and they get merged with their collections. The C is yes, you can throw photos away and you want to get rid of your, you know, scenery shots, blurry dud photos, scenery, a lot. I say, you know, the sun will hopefully set again next year and, or, you know, the, the ocean will look the same or the Grand Canyon or where your vacation places are because the S is the story is that means, does it tell a story? So you wanna save those story photos. And then last of all, you do not have to organize chronologically. You can also organize in themes. So I believe we take photos, we live, we live day by day in a chronological time order, but we remember and reminisce through themes of families that love to celebrate or love to go on vacation, or you know, it's sometimes difficult times. Those are themes of our lives and it's okay to look at your photos thematically. How was that? Beautiful, <laughs> such freedom. It's inspired me. It's inspired me, Kathy. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and so, Jordan, what would your top tips be for our listeners as far as them helping them with their journey if they're just starting out in this um, area of organizing their photos? Well, first, I just want to um, to crush a little on what Kathy said. I I love the ABC um, part of the book. It is, it is so applicable to every part of your life. I will just say I have started to ABC all kinds of stuff, not just my phone. <laughs> so, um, I love that because I don't, I just struggle with clutter you guys. And I, I think so many of us do. And in the last couple of years with COVID, I think has, has amplified that for me. You know, like, I just want things clean and, and, and simple you know, and, and so that ABC is so valuable and I encourage you to loop back to it on your digital, but unfortunately you can't start there for digital. You have to do things a little differently. So what I would recommend is that you start with the same first step Kathy mentioned, which is take an inventory. And so I love physically bringing this over here, um, to, to a location, to a work spot, just like Kathy said. And I think you can approach, your digital part the same way, because you are going to find photos in all kinds of physical places as well. You're going to find CDs with photos. You're going to find flash drives. You're going to find external hard drives, old phones, old computers, the list goes on. So bring those physically into one place and start an inventory. But you also then have to think of those cloud-based sites, things like Google, Dropbox, you know, Shutterfly, Snapfish, um, social media, you know, um, all of those other places, but make that list. And then from there, I think that you really want to pick that system. So you want to figure out where is all of this going? Um, and doing that as early as possible is going to help you be strategic in kind of the next steps, right? Cause you don't want to, you want to minimize the work. So, if, you, if you're gonna live in Apple Photos, you don't wanna take all of that out, right? Um, so figure out where you're going. And then the third one, I think I would, I would encourage on the digital side is get some support. So, um, you know, there's all kinds of resources out there now, thanks to Kathy and the photo managers um, and, and Chantal and you and Fiona, what you guys are using, get some support. Don't try and do this on your own because um, there's people that can at least give you some, some 
um, you know, a better starting place. And so there's, there's DIY classes out there. There's, um, you guys as podcasts, there's the Facebook group. Um, you know, there's, there's companies like, like ours out there to support you. So, um, and then, and then the book, I mean, you guys, I think it, I, I'm not trying to pitch you here, but, um, but get some support. Don't, don't just do this on your own. Yeah. Um, even if you're pretty technical, uh, just, just, um, get, get a little bit of support. Yeah. Yeah. And actually get down that rabbit hole and never come out again. (laughs) (laughs) So many options, so many variables. That's that's why there's no size uh, fits all. It just doesn't exist. It's not that straightforward. Yeah. That's wonderful. Such good advice. Well, thank you both so much. Now, on to the important bit. I'm sure people are saying, how do I get the book? How do I get it? Where is it? <laughs> um, can you we'll put some links on, but can you just just share with us where where can people get the book? Yeah. So, well, it's, it's available on Amazon uh, and both uh, anywhere, you know, Amazon.com. You can just make sure it's the second edition. Uh, photo organizing made easy the second edition also the photo manager's website under the diy there's a link right there to purchase the book those are probably or anywhere that you purchase uh you know online books you can get you can find the book fabulous that's great well we'll put all the links in um and also the details for both of you um and how to you know to connect with you personally as well we'll have all those links um, in the show notes of the podcast. So I just want to thank you both so much for joining us today. It's really been a pleasure to have you um, on the podcast and just, you know, you can really hear the passion for, in both of you in your areas and experience. And I think people listening that have been through this journey and followed us for a long time um, or are just jo- new joining us, um, you know, if anything, I really hope that it's given them um, inspiration to, to have a go and to not feel overwhelmed and to know that there is hope and there are tools out there with a book like this and with people that, um, that really do want to see the end result take shape and those stories come to life and these memories saved. So thank you both for joining us um, today. It's really been a pleasure. Thanks thank so much, so ladies. Thank you. Good. So um, as far as um, our lovely listeners, don't forget, please, um, we'd love to have your reviews and you're we're always welcome to um, provide any feedback for us. And if any questions have come up during the podcast, um, as always, you can contact us on our social media sites um and let us know what they are and also the tools that we were talking about some of the courses with the photo managers and things like that too um that's all over on the links on our um courses page on the website so pop over and check that out um and i am fiona from photo helper and i am chantelle from photos in order thanks so much for tuning in as always and thanks again to uh, Cassie and Jordan for joining us today. It was such a pleasure to have you and happy photo organizing to everyone. See you. Bye ladies. Bye.